Welcome to the Public Services Reform Podcast from the Centre for Market and Public Organisation. My name is Ramesh Vaitalingam and today I'm talking to Professor Sarah Smith about research she's doing on what drives uh, people's giving to charities and particularly the impact of uh, tax incentives on, on that charitable giving. Sarah, why don't, you, why don't you start off by giving us a, a feel for how economists think about charitable giving? Because some non-economists might come in and think, well, what do economists have to say? Charitable giving is something about, is about something other than uh, your economic incentives. It's about your feelings of uh, feeling good about yourself, uh, doing, doing good things for other people. What do, we, what do economists, uh, how do they approach this subject? Uh, yeah, so I have heard the view that charitable giving isn't really an appropriate um, topic for economists to look at because... Uh, economists are only concerned with rational self-interested behaviour and that kind of doesn't seem to be something that fits with charitable giving. But really, um, I mean, if you're going to give to charity, that involves some kind of trade-off because you're not going to do something else. So, you know, economists are interested in kind of trade-offs and in how people kind of choose to, you know, spend their money, whether it's on charitable giving or on kind of something else. So so even though, you know, charitable giving may be uh, an altruistic behaviour, I think it's still something where economics has something useful to say. The current government in the UK are, are very keen on encouraging people to give more to charity as part of their whole big society uh, initiative. Um, can you give us a feel for how uh, governments might go about encouraging people to, to give more to charity through, through the tax system? Uh, yes, of course. So uh, this, this topic's been uh, in, the, in the news recently because of the Chancellor proposing to cap the amount of tax relief that people can claim. So obviously, so tax incentives, basically, economists think about tax incentives reducing the price of giving. So basically, if you want the charity to get an extra pound, what the tax incentive does is kind of make it cheaper for you to do that in terms of how much of the kind of the other stuff you have to give up. So, you know, you, you, you have to forego less of other consumption in order for the charity to get a pound. So in principle, what uh, tax incentives should do is to make it kind of more attractive to give to give more to charity. I guess what you really want to know with um, tax incentives is kind of how much more the charity is going to get. Because obviously if the government offers tax incentives, then the government's also giving up something because it could take the tax relief and it could use that tax relief to kind of fund public services itself. So really there's there's another trade-off between the government offering tax incentives and giving up some public provision and then uh, incentivising giving, which kind of results in more provision of public services through through the charity. So in terms of kind of um, thinking about whether tax incentives are a good idea, what really matters is how sensitive giving is to, to those kind of tax incentives. What the government would hope is that it gives up a little bit of tax relief and that leads to a really big change in the amount of money going to charity. So it's kind of hoping that giving is really quite sensitive to these kind of tax incentives. Now, you've done some research looking at the, the effect of different kinds of tax incentives in the current British system on uh, giving. What, what, have you done that research and what have you found? Okay, so yeah, we did this research uh, actually sort of a couple of years ago for uh, Revenue and Customs and Treasury when they were inter- interested in potential reforms to gift aid. Um, so what we really would have liked to have done was to uh, you know, randomly give different taxpayers different types of tax incentives and see how they behave. But funnily enough, Revenue and Customs weren't too keen on that idea. So what we actually did was kind of ask people how they were likely to behave in response to kind of hypothetical changes to the tax system. So you know, this is, uh, I think, that to, to be fair, this is kind of the best uh, kind of most up-to-date research on how sensitive people are to kind of changes in, 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 in tax that's kind of currently available. 
So um, currently in the system of gift aid, there are sort of two different types of tax incentives. There's what you might think of as a match, which is you give to charity out of your net of tax income, and then the charity can reclaim back some of the tax that was paid on that. And then there's also a rebate style incentive where you give to charity out of your net of tax income and then you can reclaim back some of the tax that was paid on it. So kind of a, a personal kind of rebate that you can you can get back. So if you're a higher rate taxpayer, the gift aid has elements of both. Um, so the, base, the charity can reclaim the basic rate tax and then you can re- reclaim back the difference between the basic rate and your marginal rate of tax. So what we are interested in looking at is how sensitive giving is to these two different types of tax incentive and whether it makes more sense for the government to kind of move to a match-only system where kind of the the charity reclaims or a sort of rebate-only system where the individual uh, reclaims back. So in principle, you know, the effects of the two should be the same in a kind of very stylized model of giving because both have the same effect on the price of giving. But in practice, there's been some previous research kind of carried out in the lab and in the field in the US, which suggested that um, donors differentially responded to these two different types of tax incentives. So we were interested in looking whether that was the same in the UK and also whether that applied to kind of differences in tax incentives as well as just differences in um, single charity incentives, which was the focus of the US research. So, yeah, so we, we uh, gave donors these hypothetical scenarios and we asked them to say how they would respond, how their giving would respond if they were faced with these alternative types of um, tax. So the, the, the findings were um, in line with uh, the, the previous findings from the US and we found um, that in general, sort of uh, the total amount of money received by the charity, which is kind of what the charities care about, was more sensitive to changes in the match bit than it was to changes in, in, in the rebate bit. So essentially what's that saying is that kind of offering match style incentives are going to be more kind of effective at getting more money going to the charity than kind of is offering rebates. Um, so the, 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 the kind of basic reason for this is actually quite kind of prosaic. It turns out that, you know, if you offer people different types of incentive, actually most people don't change their how much they give out of their net of tax income. So, you know, if you give a, a pound to a charity, then you still give a pound, whether the match rate is kind of 25 pence or 30 pence. Whereas, and if you give a pound out of your net of tax income, you kind of typically still tend to give a pound, whether you are given a rebate of 25 pence or 30 pence. Um, so if you offer a match style incentive, the kind of the full amount of the match goes to the charity, so the charity really benefits whereas you offer, offer a rebate incentive and people don't change their donations out of net of tax income, then basically the donor benefits to or, or disbenefits the full effect of any change in the rebate and the, charity, the charity's income is effectively unchanged. So that's kind of why matches are more powerful at changing the amount of money going to charities. So you might say, but you've told me that donors are kind of rational and they make these trade-offs and you change the price of giving and nothing happens. So actually, kind of, if you dig a bit deeper into our research, what you can see is that if people give relatively small amounts, you get this kind of insensitivity. But the more people give, the more sensitive they are, and they really do kind of respond in sort of bigger ways to changes in these kind of kind of prices. Well, that's what I was going to go on to ask you about: the difference between the the average person or the reasonably well-to-do person and the really rich people that have been the targets of, of some of this news news story recently about a possible cap on donations. Whether 
the really well-off who might could make a, a real difference to charitable giving are affected in different ways. Yeah, so, so you might kind of look at our research and kind of think that the Chancellor did the right thing because actually, you know, our research was suggesting that donors were relatively insensitive to changes in the rebate. So that's, you know, that's kind of what the cap on tax relief would have done. It would have restricted the rebate. So you might say, well, you know, the Chancellor was right because our research showed that donors were relatively insensitive to changes in the rebate. Um, but actually, you know, it's kind of that there's a sort of uh, the, the chancellor was targeting exactly those donors who are most sensitive. So and it's, there's a kind of a sort of a semi-rational underpinning for why people don't kind of adjust their net of tax income. You know, if if you're giving very small amounts, then changes in tax incentives don't really make much material difference. And it's actually probably costly to kind of work out, you know, your optimal response. So you might as well just keep it the same. But, you know, if you're giving a lot of money, if you're giving a million pounds, then you really might be sensitive as to whether you can reclaim back 250,000 or 300,000 or nothing at all. You know, that at that level of giving, donors are are sensitive to, to changes in the rebate. So actually, so when um, the proposals to cap the tax relief came out, we actually went back to our initial uh, survey and the data. Um, and so we'd, we'd actually captured quite a few very large donors in our sample. I think there were about 12 people who'd given you know, more than 50,000. And you could see that you know, these donors were not behaving in a way that was the same as kind of the rest of the kind of donor population. So, so it turned out the Chancellor had kind of basically... Uh, introduced uh, the kind of the policy and the cap on tax relief that would probably reduce the donations. He'd chosen exactly the group who were most kind of sensitive to that kind of policy change. So you applaud his decision to uh, not to pursue that uh, particular policy? Well, I mean, it really depends on what he's trying to achieve. So, you know, so if the objective is to kind of maximise the total amount of donations, it's kind of, you know, his... I think, I think you know, the policy would have resulted in a reduction in donations and the reduction in donations would likely have been larger than any saving in tax relief so you know again there's this trade-off so but you know um, that that kind of the chance is making between the tax relief that he's collecting and the amount of money that the charitable sector is is gaining Um, our research was kind of suggesting that actually the net effect of those two would be negative so the chancellor would gain less than the charitable sector would 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 lose so that's kind of you know that's I guess you know, kind of a, a bad thing. So that, but but his rationale may, you know, he his rationale may have been something to do with the distribution of public services. I mean, clearly there's a debate about the types of charities that these kind of wealthy donors support, and whether you want the money to go to, you know, the charities they support as opposed to the NHS. You know, so that clearly would be, you know, a, a potential rationale for kind of restricting tax relief if if the government thought that it wanted to alter the distribution of public services that was provided. Uh, as well as just the level of public services that was provided. But that that argument uh, and that debate was not something that was made at the time. Sarah Smith, thank you very much.